Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to the Lord's service to us by way of His name, word, and with His very body and blood. Just a few announcements this morning. For those of you visiting, the best way to follow along is to put your bulletin in the back of your hymnal, and then simply go to the page indicated on the panel. Please note that the very first thing is going to be this insert that has on it the Ash Wednesday proffers. So we'll follow that first. And then after the litany and the collect, we'll begin the imposition of ashes. And there's notes on that on the purple sheet about that and the Lenten season for you too to take home with you. But with the imposition of ashes, we'll start with the transept first. And then we'll start inside. You come up the center aisle and you go back this way. It'll make sense once you do it. So the service is, is found there. Like I said, we start with the insert on the inside your bulletin. That's all the announcements I have. Please stand, or else will call us to worship. Dear brothers and sisters of our Lord Jesus Christ, on this day the Church begins a holy season of prayerful and penitential reflection. Our attention is specially directed to the holy suffering and death of our Lord Jesus Christ. From ancient times, the season of Lent has been kept as a time of special devotion, self-denial, and humble repentance, born of a faithful heart that dwells constantly on His Word and draws from it life and hope. Let us pray there, dear Father in heaven, for the sake of his beloved Son, and the power of his Holy Spirit might richly bless this Lenten tide for us, that we may come to Easter with glad hearts, and keep the feast in sincerity and truth. God the Father in heaven, God the Son, Redeemer of the world, God the Holy Spirit, be gracious to us. Be gracious to us. By the mystery of your holy incarnation, by your holy nativity, by your baptism, fasting, and temptation, by your agony and bloody sweat, by your cross and passion, by your precious death and burial, by your glorious resurrection and ascension, and by the coming of the Holy Spirit, the Comforter. In all time of our tribulation, in all time of our prosperity, in the hour of death, and in the day of judgment, help us, Lord. We poor sinners implore you to hear us, Lord. Prosper the preaching of your word, to bless our prayer and meditation, to strengthen and preserve us in the true faith, to give heart to our sorrow and strength to our repentance. We implore you to hear us, Lord. To draw all to yourself. To bless those who are instructed in the faith. To watch over and console the poor, the sick, the distressed, the lonely, the forsaken, the abandoned, 
and all who stand in need of our prayers, to give abundant blessings to all works of mercy, and have mercy on us all. We turn our hearts to you, turn the hearts of our enemies, persecutors, and slanderers, and graciously to hear our prayers. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, Christ, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. Christ, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. Christ, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. O Christ, O Lord, O Christ. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Let us pray. <clears throat> Almighty and everlasting God, because you hate nothing, you have made and forgive the sins of all of our penitent. Create in us new and contrite hearts, that we, worthily repenting our sins and acknowledging our wretchedness, may obtain from you, the God of all mercy, perfect remission and forgiveness. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever.
the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. O Lord our God, long-suffering and full of compassion, be present with us. We implore you as we enter into this Lenten season, to which we make ready to recall our Savior's suffering and celebrate his triumph. Grant us the aid of your Holy Spirit, that as we acknowledge our sins and implore your pardon, we may also be enabled to deny ourselves, to be upheld in the hour of temptation. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The Old Testament reading for Ash Wednesday is from Joel, chapter 2. Yet even now, declares the Lord, return to me with all your heart, with fasting, with weeping, and with mourning, and rend your hearts and not your garments. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love, and he relents over disaster. Who knows whether he will not turn and relent and leave a blessing behind him, a grain offering and a drink offering for the Lord your God. Blow the trumpet in Zion, consecrate a fast, call a solemn assembly, gather the people, consecrate the congregation, assemble the elders, gather the children, even nursing infants. Let the bridegroom leave his room and the bride her chamber. Between the vestibule and the altar, let the priests, the ministers of the Lord, weep and say, Spare your people, O Lord, and make not your heritage a reproach, a byword among your nations. Why should they say among the peoples, Where is their God? And the Lord became jealous for his land and had pity on his people. The Lord answered and said to his people, Behold, I am sending to you grain, wine, and oil, and you will be satisfied and I will no more make you a reproach among the nations. This is the word of the Lord.
epistles from 2 Corinthians chapters 5 and 6. We implore you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. For our sake he made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Working together with him, then, we appeal to you not to receive the grace of God in vain. For he says, in a favorable time I listened to you, and in a day of salvation I have helped you. Behold, now is the favorable time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. We put no obstacle in anyone's way so that no fault may be found with our ministry, but as servants of God we commend ourselves in every way by great endurance and afflictions, hardships, calamities, beatings, imprisonments, riots, labors, sleepless nights, hunger, by purity, knowledge, patience, kindness, the Holy Spirit, genuine love, by truthful speech and the power of God, with the weapons of righteousness for the right hand and for the left, through honor and dishonor, through slander and praise. We are treated as impostors, and yet are true, as unknown, and yet well-known, as dying, and behold, we live, as punished, and yet not killed, as sorrowful, yet always rejoicing, as poor, yet making many rich, as having nothing, yet possessing everything. This is the word of the Lord. St. Matthew, the sixth chapter. Jesus said, Beware of practicing your righteousness before other people in order to be seen by them, for then you will have no reward from your Father as in heaven. Thus, when you give to the needy, sound no trumpet before you, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may be praised by others. Truly, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your giving may be in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. And when you pray, you must not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and at the street corners, that they may be seen by others. Truly, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you pray, go into your room and shut the door, and pray to your Father who is in secret. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you. And when you fast, do not look gloomy like the hypocrites, for they disfigure their faces that their fasting may be seen by others. Truly, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face, that your fasting may not be seen by others, but by your Father who is in secret. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you. Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. This is the Gospel of the Lord.
In the holy name of Jesus, amen. How many of you boys and girls have ever played the game Hide and Go Seek? Yeah, we all have played that game. It's a fun game, right? We all gather together and we choose a number of people to go and hide. And then normally we count to 10 or whatever number we choose, right? And we let the people go run and hide and then we seek after them. The goal of the game is not to be found or not to be caught. And the person who is not found, they win the game. In some ways, we like to play this game with God. When we sin and disobey God's word, we like to run and hide thinking that He doesn't know where we're at. How many of you think God knows where we are always at? Yeah. In fact, in the back of church, if you look, there's a stained glass window on this side, the second to last one, with a triangle on it, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, with an eye on that, the all-seeing eye of God. You see, we can never hide from God. We can't hide our sins from God. Oh, there are times, though, that we think that we've gotten away with it. We haven't gotten caught in our sins. Ash Wednesday is a day that reminds us all that we haven't gotten away with our sins. Whatever sin you did, Maybe it was taking a cookie out of the cookie jar when you shouldn't have. God sees and God knows all. Whether you are like the prophet Joel in the Old Testament, or one of the older members here, or even a little tiny baby or a pastor, this day we are gathered together. Whether you have an ugly black cross on your forehead or not, none of us got away with our sin. Not with God. Oh, we can hide our sins from other people. You can go and hide behind a couch or go in your closet and think you got away with the little sins that you did, but never before God. That's what Jesus' words teach us today. Oh, we can look good before others, right? By bringing our offerings to church, by praying a lot, by fasting or not eating or looking gloomy and sad so people think that you're a good Christian. Or maybe because you're deciding to give up chocolate for Lent. Oh, congratulations. Ash Wednesday is our reminder that we cannot hide from God. Our Father in heaven sees what is in secret. Both the good that nobody else sees and the bad which everybody sees. Not just what you show other people, but what you don't show them. And while you and I know our sins better than anyone else, and how sinful we really are, God knows it even better than we do. 
and we can't get away with it. Even the teeniest, tiniest little sin. And so today is a day that we repent. Ash Wednesday is for repenting as Thanksgiving is for giving thanks. Not that those are the only days we do those things. We should give thanks every day and repent every day. But we don't always do it. We don't always confess our sins. To bend our knees and cry out, Lord, be merciful to me, a sinner. And the good news is that he does. Which is why Ash Wednesday is a serious and solemn day, not a gloomy and sad day, because we do not repent as those who have no hope. We repent because of the hope that is in us. We repent because we know what God has done for us. Do you see that beautiful picture before you of Jesus and what he has done for you to die for every single one of your sins? All of them. The ones that we know and the ones that we don't know. Because he knows them all. Which is why it is good that we don't get away with any of our sins None are left off of Jesus on the cross. Every single one of them he has. He who knew no sin became sin for us so that we might have his righteousness, his perfection. And so St. Paul urges us today on behalf of Christ that we be reconciled or made right with God. You see, the sins that separate us from God have already been died for. He's taken them away, and he's here to give you his forgiveness. The gift of God for you. So maybe think of repenting this way. It means to change your mind about your sin. To let go of it. That you don't want to do it anymore. For the Holy Spirit, through the preaching of his word, has revealed you a better thing to hold on to you than your sin. To hold on to Jesus and his gift of faith for you. He is the one who changes your heart and your mind. So the ugly black cross that some of you have on your foreheads isn't really what Ash Wednesday is all about. It's just a little part of it. What it is about is that God says, I forgive you all of your sins in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And that is followed by him giving to you his very body and blood in this Holy Communion. To let go of your sins and cling to Christ alone. And though this is but once a year that we are marked with that black cross, we pray that it would be for us every day. A day dying to sin and rising to Christ, clinging to Jesus, that every day we find joy in him alone. We can never play hide and seek with God. He knows, and he's found us. And he's found us, and he's brought us to himself to wash away our sins and make us his dear children. And in the end, give us the reward of everlasting life. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
Now may the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, guard your hearts and minds through faith to Christ Jesus, to life everlasting. Amen. Let us pray for the whole church of God in Christ Jesus and for all people according to their needs. Have mercy on us, O God, according to your steadfast love. In your abundant mercy, blot out our transgressions for the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, who is crucified for our sins and raised for our justification. Preserve the proclamation of his cross among us and guard your church from every false teaching that might delight our desires but leave us lost in iniquity. Lord, in your mercy. Look graciously on your church and preserve the gospel among us. Renew us in this penitential season to strive against the desires of the flesh, to grow in the joy of your salvation, and to look in love and service toward our neighbors, especially those of the household of faith. Lord, in your mercy. Look graciously on the families of our congregation. Defend your holy estate of marriage against every enemy that would divide. Strengthen parents for their duties, especially bringing up their children in the fear and instruction of the Lord. And pre preserve us, all faithful, to the end. Lord, in your mercy. Remember in mercy all who bear office in our land. Give them wisdom, protect them from danger, and help them serve our people according to your gracious will. Help us to become a people that guards the rights of the weakest and most vulnerable, especially the unborn. Lord, in your mercy, behold in mercy all who are sick, who suffer, and who rejoice. Be with all expectant mothers, all those whose work is dangerous, the unemployed, those near death, and those who mourn. Comfort us who are dust, and must return to dust with the promise that a broken and contrite heart you will not despise. Lord, in your mercy. Grant us repentance at the Lord's table. Let us recognize the enormity of our sins by the measure of your abundant pardon by the sacrifice of Christ our Savior. Grant us faith to eat and drink his true body and blood worthily and to learn from him to love our neighbor. Lord, in your mercy. Bless us, Heavenly Father, on this holy day of repentance. As we enter the season of Lent, let us hold fast to your word. Teach us to die to self and serve you faithfully throughout this mortal life, until at last you bring us with the blessed saints into your presence forevermore. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. You may be seated for the offering and the signing of the friendship.
celebrate the Paschal Feast in sincerity and truth. Therefore, with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, we nod and magnify your glorious name, evermore praising you and saying, and sent your only begotten Son into our flesh to bear our sin and be our Savior. With repentant joy, we receive the salvation accomplished for us by the all-availing sacrifice of his body and his blood. Gathered in the name and the remembrance of Jesus, we beg you, O Lord, to forgive, renew, and strengthen us with your word and spirit. Grant us faithfully to eat his body and drink his blood as he bids us to do in his own testament. Gather us together, we pray, from the ends of the earth, to celebrate with all the faithful the marriage feast of the Lamb and his kingdom, which has no end. Graciously receive our prayers, deliver and preserve us. To you alone, O Father, be all glory, honor, and worship with the Son and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is 
Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Our Lord Jesus Christ, on the night when he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it, and gave it to the disciples, and said, Take, eat. This is my body, which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. In the same way also he took the cup after supper, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink of it, all of you. This cup is the New Testament in my blood, which is shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. The peace of the Lord be with you always.
body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ strengthen and preserve you in body and soul to life everlasting. Depart in peace. Gracious God, our Heavenly Father, you have given us a foretaste of the feast to come and the Holy Supper of your Son's body and blood. Keep us firm in the true faith throughout our days of pilgrimage, that on the day of his coming we may, together with all your saints, celebrate the marriage feast of the Lamb and his kingdom, which has no end. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. <laughs>